You're listening to episode 110 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. Hey there, I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, one part physician, one part voice enthusiast, one big part Canadian, and one small part of our community, Northern Voice. Together, let's explore how voice technology is transforming our lives north of the border. And let's talk voice. Well, hey there. Boy, what an incredible week this just was. If you've been following along, then you know that I was recently at Project Voice 2020 just this past week, and it was truly, truly incredible. I met so many people from the community. I met so many friends, uh, both old and new friends, had an opportunity to listen in on some sessions, had an opportunity to participate in some sessions. Uh, it was just oh, so much fun to be able to be with all these like-minded people and just kind of, well, geek out about all stuff voice technology. And today's episode is all about bringing you some of the highlights of the event. First of all, and I have to say right off the bat, Bradley Metrock, Ray Kyle, Peggy Kilburn, and the rest of the Project Voice team did an absolutely incredible, incredible job. It was a fantastic event, great sessions, great exhibit hall, and uh, you know, obviously it wouldn't have been that way without their commitment to, to excellence. So uh, big congrats to them, and you'll hear a little bit more from them at the end of this podcast. I also have to mention that I am so thankful to the organizers for the award ceremony and, of course, for uh, presenting me with the Flash Briefing of the Year Award. It truly uh, was a remarkable experience. And I got up there. I didn't know really what to say. And uh, anyway, you know, a big shout out to all of the other finalists. There are some incredible flash briefings out there. And um, everybody's doing such wonderful work. Uh, of course, I am very thankful to you, Northern Voice, our community, for all your support. And um Thank you very much. The other thing that made this particular conference so special for me was for the first time, I actually had a filmmaker, a videographer following me around for the entire week so that I could capture as much content as possible so that I can then go ahead and share it with you. Lucian Liu has become a recent uh, member of the Alexa and Canada team, and he followed me around, like I said, for the week. He worked really hard, and Lucian, I do appreciate everything that you are doing. You are an incredible guy, so professional, and... Northern Voice, look out because there is going to be tons and tons of content coming out. In fact, we have between, I can't remember what the final number was, 1,500 and 1,600 video and photo files that were collected. The other person is Natan Simkovic, who is our social media strategist. He also recently joined the team. He also was there at the event following us around and helping to categorize and strategize about how we can best share this information with all of you so that you can learn more about voice technology, even if you're not able to be at the event. So big shout outs to Natan and to Lucian. You guys are awesome and you are a huge part of the Northern Voice community. Now, the way this podcast is going to work, I'm going to set up, I have a couple of short clips, just about, you know, one or two minutes each from various people that I met at the event, and I'll just set them up. I'd just love to share this with you, so you'll get just a little taste of the type of people that were at the event, and hear what they're doing, what they're working on, why they were there, and hopefully this gives you a little taste of it and might encourage you to come out to Project Voice 2021 next year. So, let's start off with Scott Westwater. I've known Scott now for a while. We've become good friends. Scott is uh, a really smart guy, to say the least. 
He and his wife, Susan Westwater, uh, from uh, Pragmatic Digital, just recently released a book. They actually did a book signing at the event, and they also have just released a new program called Voice Masters. Here is Scott. He'll explain a little bit to you about what's going on. Here we are with uh, Scott Westwater on our way to Project Voice 2020. Scott, let's hear a little bit about who you are, what you do, and why you're coming to the conference. Yeah. I'm Scott Westwater. I am the CCO of Pragmatic Digital. My wife and I uh, co-founded Pragmatic about two years ago, and we're really focused on creating strategies for voice, so helping businesses figure out what the value for their audience is, figure out what they're trying to achieve from a business standpoint, and then actually figure out where those intersect to actually create something that's useful and usable. So rather than creating a voice experience that's novelty, actually try to create something that's useful. So whether it's for patients, for physicians, for really anyone, try to create something of value. Awesome. And why, why are you here? Why are you coming to the conference? What are you excited about? Well, excited about your panel, actually. <laughs> you. So shout out to Terry for that. Um, we didn't come last year, and we felt like we messed out a lot. And so we're actually doing a talk on Wednesday where we're actually going to be talking a little bit about the strategy. We're also going to be talking about the book that we released uh, at American Thanksgiving. Um, but we're also going to be doing a book signing. So there's quite a few things that we're actually going to be doing while we're here. Um, plus, there's also going to be a pretty big announcement on Wednesday. So definitely keep your eyes open on Twitter. And uh, there's, there's going to be something pretty cool coming out. So excited awesome. about that as well. And where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Scott Westwater, Scott with one T. Um, otherwise, very active on LinkedIn as well. Awesome. Thanks, Scott. We'll yep. catch up with you later. Sounds good. Thanks, Terry. So there's Scott. And Voice Masters was the big announcement. And Voice Masters is a six-week online program led by some of the experts in the voice technology industry. So if you want to find out more about that, you just go to voicemasters.ai. Okay. Next up, let's hear from Noah Eshed. Now, Noah is part of the Trinity Audio team, and she very, very graciously and her team are sponsoring the current version of Crack the Code, the gamified flash briefing, which, by the way, if you want to play along, it's actually going on right now, and you can win up to $3,000 worth of prizes. You just listen to the Voice in Canada flash briefing, or you can go to alexaincanada.ca slash crack the code. All right, so let's hear from Noah. Okay, so I'm going to get you to introduce yourself, tell us who you're with, and maybe why you're here at Project Voice, and a little bit about uh, your prediction, your 2020 vision for Voice. Yay, that's exciting. So I'm Noah. I'm from Trinity Audio. I'm the CMO, and I'm here to meet people like you and learn about the audio and voice industry, and also to learn more about the predictions for 2020. And mine being, I have, I think I have two. All right. So the first is that I think that more readers are going to be turning to listeners. And I'm biased, but I really believe in what we do. Right. So I just think that just like, you know, years ago, not that long ago, uh, a publisher that had a print solution yep. uh, could not rely on that anymore and had to create a website. Right. I think in the very near future, it's going to be inconceivable for publishers to not offer a listening experience. I would tend to agree with that. Right. That's a good one. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. So, I mean... I'm hoping that's going to happen in 2020, yeah. but, you know, 2021 for sure. Okay. I really think that people are going to enter a publication if they can't listen to it in the car or something, they're going to bounce out because, uh, yeah. you know, it's already happening. Like people are listening to podcasts and consuming audio content across the whole World Wide Web and publishers just have to tap into that. Right. That's good. Yeah. And that's then, number one. And okay. that's, yeah. So number two is what we've just uh, discussed uh, offline, I'll say. Yep. Uh, but it's to do with audio advertising. Yes. So I think the old school audio advertising used to be about radio ads 
that are sort of jingle-wise like angles, like you have to have some sort of jingle or something catchy that you want to actually remember later yep. and just, you know, brainwash. Uh, and I think the new age of audio advertising is something that's happening mostly in podcasts these days, but it's definitely going to grow. Mm-hmm. And it's about humanizing the actual brand uh, and telling a story so that people will actually listen to the podcast, but will wait for the ads, which is a completely new notion. But I think it's heading there. And, and now the challenge is for the people producing those ads to figure out how to make it interesting enough. Yep. But I think that challenge is going to be a win-win for everybody. Yeah. So how do you do that? How do you, how do you think you make an ad so good that somebody waits to listen to it? You don't look at it as an ad. You try to find the story angle. And I think the borders between marketing and advertising and journalism are getting a little blurred. Not to the extent that there's like none that they're not ethical. I'm very big on that. Like I don't think people should not understand they're listening to an ad, and I think anybody who has ethics and is producing a show is also in that um, is is also looking at the same way. I want to believe, but I do think that journalists who are working on ads and just separate departments that they know that that's their job. They're not also doing the actual content. They're doing just the ads and storytellers and marketers. I think that's where that's where the magic is going to happen and where the shift is going to come from. Right. And it's already happening in some... I know that Gimlet Media is doing that, uh, that was purchased by Spotify, and I think it's just it's happening more and more. Amazing, amazing. Those are really good, really good. Where can the listeners go to learn more about what you're doing? Uh, TrinityAudio.ai. TrinityAudio.ai. All right, awesome. Thanks very much. Thank you. There you go. So Trinity Audio is doing amazing stuff. They have been a sponsor of the podcast of Flash Briefing in the past. So big thanks to them. And it was so nice to uh, to meet Noah uh, in person at this event. Next up, we have Roger Kibbe. Roger is one of the main guys at Samsung Bixby. He's one of the chief uh, developer evangelists. And uh, let's hear from Roger. It was great to catch up with him. Hello, this is Roger Kibbe, and I'm a developer evangelist for Samsung Bixby. And uh, super excited to be at Project Voice Uh, attending a bunch of sessions. I'm giving a talk on Thursday. As a matter of fact, it's Monday. In a couple hours, we are giving a workshop on building for Bixby. Um, But, you know, I am here and super excited to just uh, meet a bunch of uh, new friends, uh, reacquaint myself with some old friends, and really excited to see how big the industry has gotten and how much momentum is around it. And what do I see happening in uh, 2020? You know, I, I think Brands are getting really serious about voice. I've already had several good discussions around, hey, it's not just uh, an innovation project, but they're getting serious and it's getting truly into their marketing budget. So I'm excited to see that and just excited to see uh, more and more users of voice and see the platforms and everything mature. So thanks so much. Awesome. So, um, Roger, like I say, he's one of the main guys with Samsung Bixby. If you're interested in other voice technologies in addition to Alexa, then Roger is a good guy to get to know. All right. Coming up next, we have Dr. Neil Desai. Uh, Neil has become a friend of mine over the last couple of years. He and his partner, Taylor Brana, are making some real strides in medical education. And uh, they have produced a product called the MedFlash Go, which is all about uh, essentially flashcards, but on Alexa for medical students. So uh, I'll let Neil tell you a little more about that. Here is Dr. Neil Desai. So my name is Neil Desai, and I am a family physician. I am one of the co-founders of MedFlashGo and Dental Flash Go. And what I do is basically I do chief, uh, I'm the chief marketing officer for both these skills. And what we're trying to do is basically kind of like uh, evolve, revolutionize, evolve medical education into the 21st century. 
And what we are trying to do is train the next generation of physicians, healthcare professionals to basically what we call uh, teach, learn, create, and practice medicine or healthcare in the century we live in. So basically in the 21st century, using leveraging these voice skills to do that. And then if they learn to study this way, it will help them to fa- build the foundation for them to eventually use these skills to, to educate their patients and basically create skills to help give them autonomy. And something we talk a lot about is regaining fulfillment and excitement and energy in their fields because if they are fulfilled and they're excited, it will translate to better care for their patients. That will translate to better outcomes for patients, better outcomes for the community. Helps everyone. Cool. And, and why are you here at Voice? And uh, what's your thought? what are your thoughts for 2020 in Voice? Yeah, so I'm here basically to connect with a lot of like, like-minded uh, professionals, people who are excited about the field, um, and also kind of like give a little bit, uh, talk a little bit more about our skill, uh, as well as I, I see like this is a big year, transition year for voice, because I think people are starting to be aware, more aware of it, and it's affecting different industries, obviously healthcare, finance, uh, um, hotel, like, you know, uh, hospitality. All these different things. Uh, there's so many. It's, it's so ubiquitous and affecting all of us. And I think the biggest thing that people don't realize yet is how much convenient and time it saves. Our number one asset and precious resource is time. And I think when people realize the amount of time it saves and convenience, that is going to be a big unlock. And it's going to really kind of help us evolve uh, promoting this uh, industry and kind of like getting the adoption, which I think will happen. But I think this is a big transition year for that. Awesome. Great. Thanks very much. Yep. There you go. Dr. Neil Desai with uh, some of his thoughts for the future of the voice tech industry. All right. Coming up next is another friend of mine in the healthcare space. This is none other than Dr. Suresh Kondabolu. He often just goes by Rish, and he is known for the podcast Medicine Remixed or otherwise MCMD. And we chat again about some of his outlook on voice technology and health. So uh, let's hear from Rish. What up? My name is Suresh Kondabolu. I'm an orthopedic surgeon by training, and I'm also the co-founder of Medicine Remix, which is a media company focused on uh, podcasting and voice technology, um, particularly on the on the voice side. And I'm really interested in um, you know the. The implications of voice in both patient education and provider education. I feel like there's so many simple interventions that we can do using voice. You know, one use case that I've been particularly fascinated with is um, patient education, specifically in in my field in orthopedic surgery with uh, like post-op discharge instructions. I feel like one very powerful implication of voice is to be able to kind of scale the unscalable doctors only have so so much time with patients you know there's a lot to explain um, a lot of things are oftentimes over the patient's head you know things that uh, you know it's it's difficult in in the exam room when you have you know just just a few minutes with a patient and um, you know uh, a lot of times the patients are are you know scared and anxious they're only hearing every other word that you're saying so to be able to record these, you know, spiels that we have that we give our patients, and to be able to use, um, you know, a platform like Voice, so that patients could ask questions, uh, very commonly asked questions to their, you know, uh, 
Alexa or Google or, or you know, um, a voice assistant uh, of choice and be able to actually hear their doctor's own voice giving them um, answers to, the, to these, you know, commonly asked questions. And I think it would improve the patient experience and also, um, you know, reduce um, uh, it would also improve the provider experience because it would reduce calls to, you know, the hospital and the clinic and things like that. Um, but then also uh, on the side of, um, you know, provider education, both, you know, medical students and residents that are uh, preparing for exams and things like that. Time is, you know, the ultimate asset for everyone. But, you know, uh, I think also particularly um, for, for physicians and students that have, you know, so such demanding schedules and their time is so limited so to have something like voice that which is i think the only platform that you could be doing other things you could be you could be driving you could be you know uh taking a shower and actually you know doing questions or listening to a flash briefing you know getting education and preparing for you know your your exams or for your you know rounds things like that um so yeah i'm uh, i'm super pumped um you know, I think we're still uh, super early uh, in this space, and I think now is the the perfect time for for us to get involved. And um, being at um, conferences like you know Project Voice, where we can interact with so many innovators in in other spaces, and kind of seeing how different industries are you know being disrupted with uh, with this technology, I think is what I'm really excited about to see how we can um, you know kind of uh, translate these innovations into into our field so yeah i think you know we're super early but i'm i'm super optimistic that this is really gonna change the game in healthcare all right there you go so if you want to hear more from reesh you got to check out his podcast he's got a really cool podcast medicine remixed all right next up we have none other than amy stapleton and fun fact amy was on the podcast previously talking about her company tellables and her alexa skill box of chocolates and the fun fact is that her episode was the second most listened to episode of all of my podcast episodes for 2019. So you can check that out if you're interested. Uh, here's Amy and her thoughts on voice and the conference. Hey, this is Amy Stapleton. I am CEO and founder of Tellables, and I'm at Project Voice actually to talk about the fact that I'm going to be um, merging Tellables into a brand new company called Chattables, and we are extending our storytelling experience. Uh, we had a lot of great uh, lessons that we learned from our My Box of Chocolates experience uh, and, and conversational stories. So we're building a new platform for authors and we're here to see if we can get any interest in the concept of stories as a service where brands can extend the conversations with their customers by engaging with, um, with us to find a story, a conversational story that might uh, Pique the interest of their customer, and it's related to the context of whatever it was they were, you know, they were doing before they asked for the story. Awesome. And what, what do you think for 2020? Are we going to see more of this kind of stuff, or what? What do you think? I think 2020 is going to be a transitional year. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of changes in the technologies. So maybe things like Alexa conversations will become more prevalent. Um, there's going to be the ability to share experiences across um, skills and maybe we're going to move more to this domain model that uh, John Kelvey has been talking about and less the app model so you don't have to invoke something by name but you just kind of find it by asking general questions. Wonderful. So all the best to Amy as she uh, changes or merges this with her Chattables uh, company. I think it's very, very exciting what she is doing. All right. Next up, let's talk to 
Andy Bellavia, and he is one of the leaders when it comes to hearables. And it's really interesting, the interaction that we're seeing now between hearables and voice assistants. So uh, I had a chance to speak with Andy for a few moments here, and uh, this is what he had to say. Hi, I'm Andy Bellavia with Knowles Corp. Uh, my company makes small microphones and speakers for mobile phones and uh, voice assistants, smart speakers, other voice-enabled IoT devices, also hearables and hearing aids. I'm responsible for all the in-ear products, and that's what brings me here. The intersection of modern hearables, where they're going, and how uh, hearables will enable voice on the go wherever you are. Well, on the hearable front, a couple of really interesting things have happened. One is a new Bluetooth standard. The new Bluetooth standard will be lower power, so hearables will have longer battery life. Now they become really useful to wear all day. And I watched at CES last week the big push that Google Assistant was making, and it certainly looks like they're going in a direction of enabling, voice-enabling third-party apps. And so now you can really see a future where, with your phone in your pocket, you can operate almost everything by voice alone. So really, really uh, uh, interesting use cases for when you're on the go and want to go hands-free, and also for people who are, say, mobility or dexterity impaired, that they can now access the internet, message, and so on, strictly by voice, tweet, and so on, by controlling all their apps with voice. So I think that's really a great future for in-ear hearable devices. So on Twitter, I'm at AndyB underscore Knowles. That's K-N-O-W-L-E-S. You can also find me on LinkedIn. All right, so there we go. That was Andy. Next up, we have Catherine Prescott. She is the founder and editor of Voice Brew, a fantastic service, uh, and now Flash Briefing as well, where Catherine helps people to get the most out of Amazon Alexa. Here is what Catherine had to say. Hi, Terry. I'm Catherine Prescott. I'm the founder and editor of Voice Brew. Voice Brew is a digital media company dedicated to helping people get the most out of Alexa. We have now 40,000 email subscribers after about a year, so I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and we send out every day one actually awesome thing to try with Alexa, so something really actionable, simple, that will fit into your everyday life. Um, we also publish comprehensive feature guides on everything from Alexa routines to drop-in to important topics like privacy at voicebrew.com. And we recently launched an Alexa tip of the day flash briefing, um, largely inspired by Terry and some of the other awesome flash briefing creators that I'm sure are also on the podcast. I would never miss this conference. It's such a great way to start the year. I mean, first of all, you know, as you know, the Voice First community could not be a more supportive, um, kind of um, just forward-looking group of people. So it's a it's an incredible way to learn kind of what everybody's been working on. It also is just, you know, you feel really like supported by this group, and I feel like more excited, more inspired than ever to kind of do what I'm doing. You know, I also see Voice Brew as kind of a bridge between a lot of the people that are here and the work that they're doing, especially the skill developers and skill creators and the user community. And so to the extent that I can help describe some of the cool stuff that I see here to some of the people, you know, back back home, um, that will that will be success for me. Wonderful. So that was Catherine Prescott. And she, like I said, she's got some really, really great resources on her site. Next up, I want to introduce you to Daniel Hill. Daniel is one of the uh, briefcasters that is part of the briefcast.fm network. And he has the Instagram stories flash briefing. So uh, I had a chance to chat with Daniel. And this is what Daniel had to say. 
Hi, I'm Daniel Hill. I teach small business owners how to use Instagram. That's what I do. I have a flash briefing, which is a very short audio show where I talk about news, new features that have come to Instagram, strategy, tips and tricks, answer questions. And I do that all in three minutes or less per day. Um, here at the conference, I was actually speaking yesterday. I had a session about discoverability on voice, how when you enable a skill, you forget that you've enabled the skill. There's no visual reminder like on your phone that you can scroll through and see it. You don't have that. So why is that? And also how do you work around it? And I think the solution is using social media, using email marketing, reminding people that you exist. Flash briefings are the best way to do that because people are getting that in a voice experience. So if you have a flash briefing, then at the end of it you say, don't forget to use my skill by saying X, Y, and Z. This way people remember that you exist and, and they continue to use your skill. All right, so there's Daniel Hill. Let's jump to another briefcaster. This is Adrian Simple from The Gaming Observer. If you are into gaming and you listen to flash briefings and you're not listening to The Gaming Observer, then you're making a big mistake. Make sure that you have a listen to that ASAP. Here is Adrian Simple. Hello, uh, my name is Adrian Simple and I currently run a, uh, an Alexa flash briefing called The Gaming Observer. Uh, uh, I started about a year and a half ago and it really snowballed out of anything I really was expecting it to be. Uh, currently ranked number one in the US and the UK, second only to, of course, you in Canada. You. Um, yeah, so I don't know, it's been a, a really interesting journey. Uh, I talk about video game news every single day and, and of course that's really a lot of fun. And uh, here in Project Voice, it's, it's been quite the experience because uh, you know, for the most part, I, I sit at home and I, I just record my show and then go to bed and I'm sort of relegated to that little world. And so now I'm coming here and everything is brand new. And I, and, well, not necessarily brand new. I see snippets of it here and there on Twitter, but, you know, I, I'm seeing everybody in person and, and connecting with people who I've never been able to meet in person before like you. So it's fun to do it's that. Been interesting. Yeah. And what about 2020 going forward? Any other thoughts on voice? Yeah. So uh, a lot of people have been asking me that question uh, in the various interviews that I've done. And it's really hard for me to answer because I, like I said, I, I'm kind of relegated to my own little world, especially with flash briefings. And so uh, I'm kind of new to everything. So really, I'm just interested in seeing how it all plays out. And yeah, I mean, I have my own little hopes for flash briefings themselves, but you know, that's that those are just my own little things. Cool. Where can people look you up or connect with you if they want to get in touch with you? Uh, yeah, you can find me at uh, uh, The Gaming Observer for the flash briefing or TheGamingObserver.com. Uh, you can also find me on LinkedIn or on Twitter as Adrian Simple. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. All right, next up we have the one, the only, Danny Ortiz, and he was one of the people at the conference that was helping to interview the speakers and the various attendees at the conference. Danny's got lots of energy, and I had a lot of fun actually doing the interview with him. Here is Danny Ortiz. I'm Danny Ortiz, but this is Dr. Voice, and I keep on saying that because we're going to know him. Listen, for the next two or three years, you're going to hear about Dr. Voice changing the world from Canada. So, Dr. Voice, thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm Danny Ortiz. I'm from Columbus, Ohio, originally from New York, but we have an incubator in Columbus called the Wave Columbus, or the Wave Innovation Center. But the wavecolumbus.com is where you can find us. The Wave Columbus on Instagram, what we do is we incubate companies and we help companies grow in whatever area they need us to go. A lot of time is branding, a lot of time is, is getting them into sectors that they didn't know they need to cross-pollinate into. And so what we did, one of our, our companies called Voice First, they came out uh, to this conference. Pat is one of the speakers. Uh, he wanted to see what the whole voice technology was about. So we came to join him and help him, but we are learning and we're growing about the voice tech. And then also we have companies in our minds right now that we want to launch in our areas in the voice sector. You know, So for to us, it's a learning and growing thing and then how can then we disrupt also that sector in the voice so 
what we do is love making people the best that they can be. And so that's what that's what the Wave Columbus is about. Awesome. Tell us one more time, where can people find you? TheWaveColumbus.com or the Wave Columbus on Instagram. Got us. We there. Awesome. Thanks very much. Dr. Voice is in the house. There you go. You can hear the energy. We had a lot of fun with our interview. Next up, we're going to switch gears a bit, and I want to highlight a couple of people in the healthcare space. Uh, one of these is David Box from Academian. I had the pleasure of presenting the uh, Voice in Healthcare Boot Camp, uh, and David was one of the people as part of this workshop that we gave. So I want to introduce you to David Box from Macadamian. Hi, I'm David Box with Macadamian Technologies here at uh, Project Voice 2020. Very excited to be here with the industry and uh, present our uh, topics of basically how to start up a, a, a voice skill in, in, a, in a voice boot camp 101 type session that we're doing as a pre-conference um, session. And then on Thursday, I'll be talking about uh, crossing the chasm in voice. We've uh, seen research out there that suggests that voice in healthcare isn't perhaps as far along as voice is in the rest of industry in terms of its mass adoption. So we're going to take a look at that and, and kind of dissect that a little bit and talk about what it would take and the, the, the areas of focus um, that the industry can, can look at in order to cross that chasm. Um, at Macadamian Technologies, we're certainly focused on building and, and architecting what we call the future of healthcare, and voice is a large part of that. So we're looking at many different ways where we can incorporate voice into clinical workflows and into the everyday life of patients in order to improve outcomes and help clinicians improve their daily lives. Awesome. Uh, just as a side note, I had a lot of fun presenting with Dave, and uh, we've had the opportunity to work together a number of times, and he's a great colleague. Next up is another colleague of mine, uh, Nate Trelore. He is from Orbita, uh, one of the leading platforms for creating voice experiences, conversational experiences in the healthcare sector. So uh, this is what Nate Trelore had to say. Hey guys, this is Nate Trelor from Orbita here from Chattanooga, Tennessee at Project Voice. Um, if you are not familiar with Project Voice, this is the place to be for all things voice. Uh, I represent the healthcare community, and what we're seeing in 2020 is a transformation of healthcare through the power of voice. We're entering in a new phase where voice is starting to be used in clinical use cases, transforming how patients communicate with their care providers, how they manage their own wellness, all through the power of voice and other virtual assistant technologies. Uh, you can learn more about Orbita by going to orbita.ai. Uh, we have a lot of resources out there, webinars, ebooks, um, various uh, uh, articles that you can learn more about healthcare and voice applications in healthcare. Check us out. Also, see us on the various social channels. Okay, so a couple of health people. Now let's move to a couple of podcasters. Uh, the first one that I want to introduce you to is Carl Robinson. And Carl creates a fantastic, fantastic podcast called the Voice Tech Podcast. And if you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend that you check it out because it is a good one. Uh, so let's get right to that. Here is Carl Robinson. Hi, this is Carl Robinson from the Voice Tech Podcast. Um, I'm at Project Voice today and uh, the whole week, in fact. Uh, seen some amazing presentations today. Kathy Pohl from Google this morning was really impressive, talking about accessibility, inclusivity, uh, things like that. So some excellent guidelines for the, the conversation designers out there. Um, I'm also here doing a, a range of podcast interviews. Um, 
the, uh, one of my highlights was today uh, talking to Alexei Kitrov uh, from IDR&D. One of my favorite subjects is all this uh, you know, zero auth that's coming our way, um, biometric authentication. Love it, and uh, we're going to be seeing that in 2020. That's going to basically mean that we're going to be able to walk up to any voice-enabled device and log in without saying a single thing because it's going to know who we are and then access our personalized services. And I think that's going to be huge. It's going to be very transformational. Um, we haven't seen it yet, but it's coming in 2020. Um, that's about it for me. Uh, if you're interested, uh, go to voicetechpodcast.com. Uh, I've got a newsletter that goes out every Tuesday. Go to voicetechpodcast.com slash newsletter. And uh, yeah, I hope to see you at a future event. Thanks. All right, so next up is a man that really does not need any introduction. If you have been involved in the voice space, then you probably are very aware of voicebot.ai, the leading news publication about all things voice. This is Brett Kinsella, and Brett was actually the, <laughs> the focus of the Brett Kinsella roast during the award ceremony, which was a lot of fun. Brett also won the uh, This Week in Voice Award for the Voice Slash AI Commentator of the Year, and he won the award for the voice slash AI journalist of the year. So uh, like I said, he probably does not need any introduction. And here he is, Brett Kinsella from VoiceBot. Okay, Brett Kinsella here from VoiceBot.ai. If you're not reading VoiceBot.ai, who are you? You need to go to VoiceBot.ai. We have VoiceBot Podcast. We have lots of research and news. And one of the things that we do is we educate the industry and we help people make better decisions so they can understand what's going on today, where the trends are headed. And that's really the role that we play. And we're here at Project Voice because it's one of the most important events that we have annually on the calendar for the industry. A lot of people here, you get a lot of really interesting conversations, plus the content. But I really like the one-on-one -on -one conversations with Terry Fisher and Nate Trelore and some of the other people that you know we don't see each other enough and so you know just getting 15 or 20 minutes here really allows us to go that much deeper and understand what's going on in the market. Uh, for more information as I said go to voicebot.ai but actually what I suggest to you if you're really interested in the voice in, in the voice industry go to voicebot.ai forward slash insider. We have a newsletter there, which is really for people on the inside of the industry. It's the stuff that doesn't get printed in The Verge or TechCrunch. It doesn't show up in the reports because it's really that type of information that you need to know because you're working with clients or internally you're setting up a project. And it's those little details. And we try to get those at conferences like these and the off-the-record off conversations that we try to share with the people in the industry. Well, there you go. So definitely, if you haven't checked that out, then go there and do it now because Brett has some really, really valuable resources for you. Okay, I want to finish up with a couple of clips from the people that put on the conference. As you know, as you may know, Bradley Metrock is the CEO of Score Publishing and the executive producer of Project Voice. But of course, he has a team that does this. And I really wanted to highlight his team. And so the first person that I want to introduce you to is Ray Kyle and I've got to know him over the last couple of years working at the various conferences. He's a huge part of the Project Voice team. He's always just a delight to to interact with and I think that uh, Bradley is very lucky to have him as part of his team and um, well, anyway without any further ado I do want to uh, acknowledge Ray Kyle's um, contributions to the Project Voice event and here is Ray Kyle with a short clip. So I'm here with Ray Kyle, business development for Project Voice, and I just wanted to take a quick opportunity to thank him for all of his effort and all the work that he's done in putting on this fantastic conference. And I was wondering if you could just maybe take a moment and just describe your role for the conference. Thank you, by the way. Yeah, I head up uh, business development for the project for Project Voice, but not only that, all the voice first events that we do across the country. Uh, this particular here event is one that we're sort of considering our sort of our national event because it cuts across all the verticals. 
with all the major voice assistants. And in addition to that, we have about six or seven others specifically in vertical areas with health and, and retail, banking, and, and some others as well. So it's uh, really a tremendous opportunity, great, great attendance, and I'm glad I'm part of it. Wonderful. Well, again, like, thank you very much. It's been a wonderful event. I can't believe the time has just flown by. And so congratulations to you, Bradley, Peggy, the whole team. Uh, it's been uh, really great. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So that's Ray. Like I say, uh, he's an integral part in the Project Voice team. The next person is Peggy Kilburn, and she is the one that really kept things running smoothly. And to be honest, she was working so hard that whenever I tried to get a hold of her to record a clip, she said, oh, you know, I just have to have something to take care of. And off she went. And that is Peggy in a nutshell. Like she's always trying to do the best that she can, looking out for everybody at the conference at the same time. I don't know how she does it, uh, but she was, you know, one of the most important parts of the conference. So Peggy, although we don't actually have a clip from you, I do want to take this moment to publicly acknowledge you for everything that you did for the conference. It was a wonderful, wonderful event and everything ran so smoothly, no doubt due to you. So I want to take this moment to thank you uh, from myself, but also from the rest of my community, Northern Voice, for everything that you did for the conference. Now, last but not least, I wanted to give the final word to Bradley Metrock, the CEO of Score Publishing, the executive producer of Project Voice. Bradley, publicly, I'd like to say thank you to you for inviting me, for putting on a fantastic event, for bringing the community together. You do so much to to really foster that sense of community in the uh, voice-first industry. So thank you, Bradley. And um, to listeners, here are a couple of words from Bradley. I'm Bradley Metrock, executive producer of Project Voice. I'm speaking to Dr. Terry Fisher of Voice in Canada, Voice First Health, numerous other entities and enterprises. Um, Terry, thank you for being here, number one. Thank you for being part of this community and being part of Project Voice with us. Uh, We are at the end of the show. People are leaving uh, as I look around. Uh, I'm speaking into the mic, but I'm looking around and uh, people are clearing out uh, here at the tail end. And it's just an exclamation point on an emphatic, important, successful week. And we're proud to have delivered it. Um, We're proud that people came and enjoyed themselves or appeared to enjoy themselves. And, um, And we're looking forward to what 2020 brings. Well, there you have it. I hope you enjoyed this roundup. Thank you, Bradley. Thank you, Peggy. Thank you, Ray, for putting on a fantastic conference. To the listeners, Northern Voice, you've just heard just a tiny, tiny little tip of the iceberg of some of the people that were at this event. If you get the opportunity to attend one of these events in the future, I cannot recommend it enough because not only do you learn so much there, but you have the ability to network with people. And that's what this is all about at this stage, community and helping each other and supporting each other. And that is one of the things that I'm most thankful for. And I was so pleased that that, that's actually what I took away the most from the conference is the ability to meet people and chat with people and and develop some more working relationships. So uh, with that said, uh, thank you to everybody that participated in this podcast episode. I will have the show notes for this episode at alexaincanada.ca slash 110. Uh, and I look forward to bringing you many more uh, exciting interviews, some of which were actually captured at Project Voice uh, over the next little while. So uh, enjoy this week. Uh, Enjoy 2020. This is a really fun time. Voice technology is taking off, and I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Take care.